Hello. Thank you for calling our Confinement Anxiety Helpline. To better assist you, please select one of the following options. For life-fulfilling prophecies, press 1. For door-to-door -door delivery of recreational narcotics, press 2. For our 100 recipes with ramen noodle solution app, press 3. For your stockbroker, press 4. All other callers should regularly listen to the From the Cheap Seats podcast. Take me out to the ball game. Hello everyone and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for Frank unapologetic and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. Listeners, I am joined again by the famous Mets mob. Gentlemen, would you please introduce yourselves? Leonardo from Manhattan, Leonardo. Uh, reminding everybody to listen to the Arrival Live podcast at ArrivalLivePodcast.com. D Grove, Dave Grover from the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Awesome. Rob, originally from Brooklyn, now in Manhattan, and specifically neighbor to D Grove. Okay, perfect. That's perfect. a long nickname there, fella. So, the first thing before we sort of get into baseball stuff, since I'm down here in the uh, Washington, D.C. area, and, and many of our listeners are as well, and you guys are up in what we are constantly told is the epicenter of the uh, corona uh, virus. So what's it like being in the epicenter? Degrove? Well, I tell you, it's, it's scary. It's depressing. You hear sirens morning and noon and night. Um, you hear about people you know who have succumbed to this. So it's uh, not to bring this podcast down, but it's pretty bad. I mean, the streets are deserted for the most part, except when the, when the weather's nice. And uh, we're all pretty much glued to our television set every day, watching the governor to find out what's going on. And uh, no, it's definitely not a great place to be right now. Uh, so you say the streets are deserted. So, uh, I mean, you must go out for exercise, at least walking, right? Is it possible to keep social distancing in a place as crowded as New York City? Yeah, you know, you, got, you try to go as little as possible. And people are, you know, 8 o'clock at night, you look outside, the streets are completely deserted but if you go around, i was just out about a half hour ago and there are too many people out there so it is hard even now with people trying to stay home to avoid social distancing i mean people are too close they're running they're riding their bikes so right it's not as good as it should be but people are definitely doing what they have to do i'm going to disagree there uh, i'm going to disagree as well and let well, you finish gonna your take, thought we're gonna and it also reminds me of the u2 song where the streets have no, no name, name. Uh, I ride a motorcycle, and yeah, the one minor, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of these renegade motorcyclists, mostly from Queens. Oh, God, we're going to get letters from the Queens people. But it's these guys, uh, both <laughs> from Queens and Brooklyn. Uh, they're using the FDR drive as a raceway. That's been a little bit of, of a problem. But I am seeing social distancing out there, um, and it's tough. You know, my sister has a small business. Uh, you know, she's got rent to pay and other things, and uh, we just hope for a speedy resolution to this. And briefly, I've been going for walks every day. Today was actually a lengthy one. I went from my apartment on the Upper East Side to Wall Street. Wow. To what? The west, thank you. To the West Side and then back home. Okay, now that's um, got to be over 100 blocks, right? All while wearing like 12 miles. socks, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? Because there aren't a lot of people out, I think it's easy to do social distancing because there's there's no one around. Uh, 
So it, so yeah. So if you go in the park, Degrove, I think you've been going in the park, right? Yeah, it's packed. Yeah, it's the, park, oh, right, the park. Right, the park. Fun. There's a lot of people. Right. But if you walk the streets, there are not that many people there. So it's actually easily I found I found to uh, socially distance. Rob Rob Houtman admitting that he's a streetwalker. Yes. So I, I saw the. So your governor was on the um, television this morning. It sounded like you hit some kind of a plateau or cross some kind of a plateau. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, he's on every morning. So basically, the sad part is the amount of deaths right now is insane. It's growing, but the amount of people infected, the people in ICU already the infected are going down. Okay, yeah, so we, they're actually looks okay. like we're hitting a. Yeah, we looks looks like we hit our peak and we're on the way down. But right. obviously, as you know, from being down in D.C., you guys are just getting it now, right? So we had it first, and now the rest of the country seems to be the next on the list. Well, it's it's kind of weird because I, even though we have this this multi-district area, Maryland District, Virginia, if you're not actually working in the district, people from Virginia don't go to Maryland, and people from Maryland don't go to Virginia. So Maryland got hit hugely, terribly. They're almost as bad as you guys are Chicago. The district is somewhere in between, and, you know, here in the northern Virginia suburbs, I mean, we can count the number of cases, like, in the few hundreds. So, and I think maybe there's been, like, four deaths or something, which doesn't mean that, I mean, two weeks from now we'll explode, but it just doesn't, it just didn't, I don't know, just didn't seem yeah. to carry. Um, you know, knock on wood, obviously. Unfortunately, it's probably, it may not stay that way, that's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll say, we'll say. Uh, everything's closed, so just like you guys, I mean, we're all in the same boat. Everybody's wearing nowhere masks. to go, nowhere to go, nothing to do, nothing to look forward to, except to Fantastic. do a baseball podcast <laughs> based on a sport that's been canceled. So, anyways, um, I, I you know, t- I sent you a bunch of topics, but I thought uh, one obvious thing would be the um contingency plan that initially leaked uh, to the press and then finally the MLB came out and and fessed up to it that they had been discussing with the Players Association what they might be able to do uh, in the uh, event that uh, this uh, virus does not blow over. So so what do you think about this plan, this idea that there will be a, a empty stadiums and that all the teams will uh, go to Arizona and uh, play their games either inside the uh, Diamondbacks uh, arena or nearby uh, um, Cactus League uh, spring training stadiums? Is it practical? What do you think? Well, no, well is it just going you, to be? You go. Is it just going to be Arizona? Because I, I saw yeah. it also might be Florida. No, Arizona. No, it's just They're everybody's going to. All thirty teams are in Arizona, yeah. and yeah. they get and all players get tested every single day. They only right. go from their hotel to the yep. park and back. So, yep. um, uh, but. No fans, obviously. You will still televise, so there is a yep. business model there. We can watch baseball. We can. Yep. Um, there will be advertising. Yeah, everybody so, I mean, makes a really, little money. Why? Why not? Uh, I think. Did anybody see when they had the riots in Baltimore and they played the game in front of no one? Yep. Right. A little weird at first to watch, but as longtime Met fans, we're used to watching games that 
there are not too many people there. <laughs> um, I had gone and I had gone to a Marlins game last year. Uh, true story. Uh, there were so few people there. I had very good seats. I was up front. I could literally hear Starlin Castro uh, speaking with the uh, second baseman or, or the shortstop. I can't remember what position he plays. Uh, but you could literally hear them speaking to each other. So will it be jarring at first to not hear the roar of the crowd, quote unquote? Sure. But eventually, we're all baseball fans. We all want to see it. I think it's no problem at all. Play ball. Well, yeah. In fact, they're a part of the plan was they were going to mic the players so we could actually hear them speaking oh, as part of the broadcast in the absence of a crowd. But one of the other articles I sent you guys, it turns out um, the Japanese leagues tried this some time ago. They were kind of ahead of this before this virus really hit the U.S. They were back more um, like in February and January, like China. So they tried this same idea with their baseball teams. And one of the difficulties that they had were, so, so everybody gets tested every day, right? But there's still a chance for some kind of transmission because there's people that are working in the hotels, there's drivers, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, let's say one guy on one team gets has it. Boom. He has it. Then what do you do with the rest of the team? Because they've been around him. Do you assume they all need to be quarantined? And what about the last game they played? That other team, do they all get quarantined? So they tried this and they ran into these problems where just individual people were were diagnosed with cases and they ended up having to quarantine too yeah. many of the teams to maintain the competition. Go ahead. I have a uh... I have an answer, and uh, unfortunately, he couldn't be on the podcast today. But a friend of mine, uh, I asked a friend of mine this, and he said, So it ain't going to happen. So this <laughs> idea is cocktail. I don't know if I can pay the licensing fees on that, Blaine. But go ahead. <laughs> Second. Uh, that was Rick Astley. Never going to give you a... There you go. Uh, this this idea is not going to fly. Okay. I think they're going to have to find a way to play it in the stadiums where these uh, teams are born and raised, where the fans are. I know the New York City schools are closed, and that raises a big question, but that ain't going to happen. Why do, you, why do you say that? There's a lot of money Basically, for the, the reasons that. that you're... No, they're, they're going to either play in the stadium with no fans and where you know I just don't I just think I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's a few states um you know we we're just talking about this with some other friends earlier. There's a few states that are not on lockdown and interestingly enough those states that are not on like lockdown are also states where you can marry your sister. Interesting information. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> we're going to get letters. I don't And can you take her to the game? Your idea doesn't work. Your idea doesn't work because the traveling's part of it, right? Airports, flying. Well, they can charter. They could all charter a plane, state. theoretically, each of the teams. Yeah, but I think traveling and new hotels, I don't think they're going to want to go that route. Well, I think they're going to want to be in the same state, and they're going to be able to do it, but I think it won't be, what did they say, in May or June? It'll probably be in July. Right, right. Well, that's an, that would be another issue. Plus, they were talking about seven-inning games, not nine-inning games, and so it's going to be a partial season, and... What does that do if you if that significant a disruption? I mean, this is I mean, baseball is a game of history, as Len obviously knows. Yep. Um, I mean, you can't compare yourself to the previous 165 years no. if you're playing seven inning games and you're only playing half a season. Horrible idea. That's the one. When I read this whole thing, that's the one thing that pissed me off. Everything else I was fine with. Seven oh, inning games. How do you get? By the way, 
in the record books. How are you going to quantify complete exactly. games? Yeah. What happens? I don't Every know. pitcher who pitches this year has to have an asterisk in the record books? That's crazy. Well, no pitcher goes seven about- innings anyway, so it's that's, not going to be that's, that's, Well, that's, that's true. What I was thinking. That's true. That is true. Nobody yeah. goes a complete game, D. Grove. Yeah. But in, a, but in a way, that's not fair to pitchers who are rolling along through seven innings. I, I, keep it I, I nine agree. innings. Keep, keep the integrity innings. of baseball, the games, the rules. Come seven innings. And by the way, that also gives a big advantage to teams who have a great closer and nobody else in the bullpen. <clears throat> right? I mean, middle God, relief means nothing. Got to have, you know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's like if you went to the, you know, let's say you had a hot date for the prom and she got sick and then you, you took this girl that was kind of, you know, well, you weren't too crazy. I mean, this whole season is going to be kind of like that. Like, yeah, it's nice. But, you know, <laughs> it's not really is that, is that well, you sort of something you're fondly games. remembering, Len? <laughs> oh, that'll you. get some emails. Okay. For the record, Rob, Rob partook in none of this. Rob <laughs> kept his mouth shut. Rob loves all. Uh, but, yeah, you got you to go nine innings. You gotta go nine. Innings. But why can't you have just less games? We we did it during the strike season, so we have less games. Right. Who cares? Either, well, obviously there will be less games if they start in June, but also right. they've got limited parks, so that and I guess that's another thing. If you're going to be in Arizona, and we used to, uh, Len, you remember we had the uh, Arizona, what's it called, Republic, the biggest newspaper in Phoenix. It's fucking 120 degrees in the summer down there. Okay, yeah. so that's why they have a covered stadium. But they can't play. All 30 teams can't be no. playing solely in that stadium. You're going to have to. There's just no way. And can can you play baseball in 120 degree heat standing out there? Looks bad already, even in New York or Washington in July, doesn't it? You're right. And, you know, uh, I was thinking about this today. Let's say you're a, a major league player, had a decent career, and you're 34, 33, 37, and before this all happened, right. you said to yourself, well, I think this is going to be my last year. Do you rethink that? I mean, or, or maybe you can't even make the team the following year. This is going to be a tough team for a lot of those older players, the, the rookies too, but they'll have next year hopefully. But You're saying, yeah, the Ryan Zimmermans of the world are like, fuck, this blew my fucking, you know, this I was gonna, this was going to be my retirement money this year. So, um that's Jacob true. DeGrom could use a, lose a chance at the Hall of Fame, be, you know, if uh, this year is, does, is not a full season because he's only got, so, you know, he's, what, 31 now, 32, I, I want to say? Well, 30, so we can obviously see why both the play, I mean, it's very unusual for the Players Association and the owners to get along, right, historically. So for them to sit down at the table together and come up with a plan like this, they just... The other day, they come up. They came up with some kind of a compensation agreement, or last week, you know, and that was like, really? They sat down and there was no strike or whatever. They just like, and they actually released, you know, duly released this thing. So they're both motivated. Everybody wants the money. The owners gave the players a gift. You read about that? You see that? So basically, players are going to be getting service time for this year. Yes. Right. So one less year before free and comp- and, and some degree of compensation. They get what thirty percent of what they make, or there's like four different levels. Yeah. But, and yeah. arbitration. So the players yeah. made out pretty well with this. That's why the right. players couldn't say no. Right. No. No. Obviously, thing. but but I mean, obviously, but also I'm just saying everybody is so motivated to find a solution. And obviously, if Japan tried it, then they pulled back from it because it wasn't working. Yeah. Now South Korea is trying it, or not South Korea. Uh, Taiwan, and instead of real fans, they're using robots 
in the States. How many countries have major, uh, have professional baseball? How many countries have professional baseball leagues? There's us, there's definitely Japan, uh, Italy, South right? Korea. Mike, Mike Piazza. Italy, right? Surprise South Korea. Uh, Dominican Republic, where half or our guys Mexico. come from. <laughs> Puerto Rican League. Nicaragua, uh, Japan, Korea, Taiwan, Italian Baseball League, Dutch have it. Wow. I know somebody, Australian. Wouldn't it be neat if we actually had a World Series? <laughs> instead right? of yeah. instead of just the U.S. and Canada, yeah, one cool. city in Canada. The Bay Rays versus the Australian <laughs> Shuttlecocks, <laughs> or uh, a real world. By the way, do you know what the biggest thing that might happen this year in baseball what? that might change it forever? They said they might have computerized home plate umpiring. No, right. Yes. Oh, I saw that. Right. Yeah. That's part of it too. Yeah. Near the players, because they, because right. otherwise they stand right route. over the pitcher. I mean, there's no way yeah. to social distance between an umpire and a catcher. So once they go down that route, who knows God. where that takes us? It might they, be something that they may do permanently one day. They were tiptoeing in that direction anyway, right? Yeah, so they've been why. experimenting yep. with it in the minor leagues, and yep. in some cases, they've been giving the umpire the earbud, so the computer does tell him whether it was a ball or oh, a strike. Now, good. he can ignore it, but at least he hears it. Because they've got pitch cast. The data is already, and MLB owns pitch cast. You know, the yeah, box and the lower right? thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, By the way, real quick, yeah. uh, look in looking it up, uh, the 30 teams of Major League Baseball all participate in spring training. Half of the teams travel to Florida for the Grapefruit League, and the other half to Arizona for the Cactus League. Right. Yeah. In, in Arizona, there are 10 spring training stadiums where the teams of the Cactus League play. Unlike the stadiums in Florida, Arizona stadiums are relatively close to one another, so right. you won't have to travel several hours to catch uh, spring training games. That's, no matter that's where the argument, saying. yeah. yeah. Right. And so and, and, and Arizona is not, I mean, Florida is another epicenter, right, because of all right. the uh, very vulnerable people, um, right. which when I was there in spring training, I had, you know, it's funny, it was, you know, it was February 21, 2, and 3, I was surrounded by people in their 80s with walkers. Nobody was talking. To, I mean, the virus was going on big time in China and other parts of the world. No one mentioned the stupid virus. And that right. was, a, you know, a little over. That was six weeks ago. So I should be dead now. <laughs> hey, Good luck. I, I yeah. went to an Allman Brothers concert three weeks ago at Madison Square Garden with 22,000 people. So really? I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Right before everything shut down. But I, but I think Arizona is a better idea because I guess it's a, right. It's less humid, so it's probably a better climate than Florida in the summertime. But you can't play outside. Yes. Yeah. Well, but no. What they do is, you're right. But have, I mean, like like our fellow Lennon, our, our colleagues there. You know, uh, you know, because because people would always say, "Well, it's a dry heat. There's no humidity." This is like so is an oven. At some point, right? <laughs> things still catch fire and disintegrate. So right. no, my joke is it's it 115 there, and there's no humidity, so it only feels like 115. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little better. You go to Vegas. I mean, Vegas heat is not that terrible. But what they're going to do with these stadiums, with these games, I think, is they're going to have several games a day. So right. someone will play at one, It'll be someone back will play at five, someone will yes. play at eight. Yeah. But, I mean, okay, 30 teams, that means 15 games a day, right? Almost. I mean, they usually play six or seven days, or five or six days a week, right? Yeah. So, you, you know, you're going to have 14, 15 games a day. Even if you do it around the clock, you can't use yeah. the enclosed stadium no. uh, just by itself. You need those other parks, and they do not have retractable roofs. 
it might help younger teams. By the way, you know who this really helps, this whole new setup? Your Washington Nationals. Oh. I, think it, I think it changes their time. Oh. I had I didn't have I had them in third place this year. And the <laughs> reason I had them in third place was because of that World Series hangover you always get, right? These pitchers pitch extra innings. They pitch an extra month of the season. And the year after they seem to pay the price. Well, guess what? That's not happening this year. Now, that's starting till June or July. They get to rest their arms. They're going to pitch less innings, less games. So they, to me, they went from an also ran this year to a potential contender. I think they're right up there now. It changes their entire season. Well, I, you might be right. That might be right. But it sounds like we're saying there's no way this is going to fucking happen. Oh, sorry, Lynn's mom. <laughs> <laughs> you can bleep that part. I'll bleep that. Dude. Reminds me well, of the song, When Will I See You <laughs> Again? When will I throw a fastball at your head, Bryce Harper? <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, uh, Len could just do his own soft rock radio station. I think. <laughs> and nobody from the can 80s. listen. So, <laughs> what do you mean? It'll probably be the most popular station on the planet. But yeah, but you know what's funny? I listened to our first first podcast, and yeah. I when I was on there, I said I predicted that we were not going to have a season. I'd like to retract that, and I believe we will have a season. I think they're going to go the Arizona route, uh, and I think it may start uh, around the All-Star game, if not sooner. Hopefully sooner. Okay, so you're saying July. Yep. Okay, so you're saying they will do it, or they'll I try. believe they will, yeah. there's. You know what? The majority of the money comes from TV revenue. Yes, correct. So people showing up is fun, it's nice, it's cute, it adds a certain level to it, but at the end of the day... It ain't what's keeping the lights on in the stadium. No, and you can, that, you can do what, what Taiwan is doing. You can put robots or mannequins or whatever if you just need to see somebody, and you can dub an ambience if you had to. <laughs> but you, but how do you solve the the Japanese problem when when a guy shows up and he's got it, and then the rest of the team is like, okay, we'll be, be been exposed to it, and are you still just going to go out and play, or are you going to quarantine them? And, and how can you – and and what happened to them, I don't know how big exactly their league is. It's probably not as quite as big as ours. But right. after a while, you lose enough teams that you've blown the whole schedule, right? You're not playing people anymore. Well, it's three months from now, though, right? So three months from now, we should have more testing. So these guys right. are going to have to get tested every day. And but the Astros would cheat. Hotel. The Astros would cheat on the tests. <laughs> they would have like they would have a ringer out there that has the coronavirus and go in and put the coronavirus all over the shoelaces so when the opposing team ties their shoes, they're eliminated from the playoffs. They would have wow. the blood vial. Right. Wow, you that is man, you're right. They probably would point. do something like that. Yeah, they probably just go in like sneak into guys' hotel rooms when they're sleeping and like stick them with a yeah. syringe and just pour it right into them. <laughs> but you know what, then you, you make a good point, and I think you know what? You give it a try. If that if that scenario takes place, you shut it down, you say we gave it a whirl, we did our best. Didn't happen. Didn't work At out. At least you we'll got the dollars for the games that that you right. could play. Right. We gave it a shot. We gave it our best effort. Didn't work out. What can I tell you? You know, and people are so players, starved. Players were not in the dugout. They sit in the stands six feet apart. You see that? No, I didn't. The players would not sit in the dugout necessarily. Oh. They would sit in the stands. Right. 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 No, apart. you're right. Yeah. What? They would. They would. They would not even be. But the thing is, so I mean, 
like a guy standing on first and the first baseman is there. So they have to stand six feet apart. Well, know. I've I've always hated when uh, when they have that big uh, celebration at home plate. It uh, it's a meaningless game in September, and you're 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 thirty games out, and you hit a home run, and there's this big to do at home plate where they all jump all over each other and tear your shirt off. Yeah, you, right. You ain't gonna see that this year. <laughs> not well, happening. No, no, I guess not. I guess not, not. happening. Yeah, but but that's right. I mean, did, the, does the first baseman hold the guy on at first? How does that, I mean, how does that realistic, I mean, again, unless you're testing every day and just hoping, yeah, I mean, what what happens then if you test a guy, he's positive, and then you're sending shockwaves throughout every everybody that hung around him. Yeah. Well, what if they're all wearing, I don't know if you can, like, obstruct an athlete's uh, respiratory system by wearing a mask, but, I mean, what if they're all wearing hazmat suits essentially where they look like healthcare workers but they've got pinstripes like the yankees so <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly where the where where the where the n95 why not i mean they wear these big helmet batting helmets right you know john olerud used to wear that at first base you know he looks silly but what do you care what does he care first base coaches do now third base yeah. coaches do now right exactly I think it's a, I think it's actually a good idea. Wear yes. if you're if you're a coach, wear gloves. I mean the you know the, the surgical gloves. Wear it under your baseball glove. We're doing nothing. We gotta have, get this on television one way. I don't know if you guys know this. I think I told Rob about this. Okay. The other day, it was actually great. The Mets put on a video game baseball on Facebook mm-hmm. and had their broadcasters, Keith, Ron, and Gary, actually broadcast the game. Oh man. I got to tell you, it was hysterical because it wasn't hysterical. They <laughs> announced it like it was a real thing. You would, if you closed your eyes, you thought you're hearing a real so game. It, <clears throat> it's actually so it's like that. a video game, so they've got the actual guys playing in the positions, just like if you got yeah. an Xbox. What, I can't remember which game. You got to Google it. You got, oh, I got to get it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> well, can you have the actual players then? Yeah, with the real players, the real- first nationals. They were telling the real stories. They were talking. Oh, the guys over two, and you know, and why don't we do that? Their tangents. Diego, send them the link. Why don't we do that? Saying, saying fundies. Oh, they got to show some good fundies. All you kids out there. <laughs> and don't <laughs> you see the irony like here? Don't you see the irony here, fellas? What? That we are talking about baseball. Yeah. That is a game played with balls and. Strikes. Bats? No, balls. What do you hit the ball with? Bats. Bats. And this disease was started because of? Bats. Bats. Ball? Yeah. Bats. <laughs> I know. do you have access to a laugh track? He, Len's really going to need it. <laughs> we you know it. what? I can break out my mystery uh, topic. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that, Len. This is the time. The Mets had a, uh, a, a, a rising star center fielder, blonde hair, blue eyes, about 6'3", named Kirk Neuenheis. Okay, oh, sure. And they three home runs. Well, so I'm gonna, my, my question is, what, what percent of baseball players in their career hit 10% of, the, of their career home runs in one day? And I think the only answer is Kirk Neuenheis. He had 11 home runs for his career, and three of them came on the same day. And my question is, if you're Kirk Neuenheis, who's a young, probably 34 years old, how many times a month does Kirk think about that day? So, 
for for the benefit of both myself and the other Washington people who may not be familiar with this individual, can you give us a little what happened to him? Why did he only have eleven games? He, uh, Rob, I'll let you take this. Describe Kirk Newenhuis for the for the typical journeyman player, good at best, uh, mediocre for the most part. Uh, he's just one of a thousand guys that we've all seen that when you watch the highlight reel from your favorite team of five years back, you go, oh, yeah, him. I, I remember that guy. But otherwise, completely, uh, completely forgettable. Well, what was his listener, my sincere apologies. Did he even play an entire season? Uh, he, he was a, he was a, a <clears throat> platoon player. Okay. And he Up and was down. a full-time player with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers and had a subpar season. He could he could play uh, defense. He definitely could play defense. But, you know, he struck out a lot. I think uh, that three-home run game was the year where I think the Mets uh, 2015 set the, their record for home runs. And it was against the Cincinnati Reds, which were not a great team. And I think all three of the p- pitchers that he hit the home runs off of, you know, never even finished the season. So I think it was like a lot of things, the stars aligned that day. But that day, I mean, he could say – very few people had a better day than him of the people that uh, you know, played Major League Baseball. So he's sort of, Did what, he a Bull a- Durham that played most of his life in the minor leagues and then came to the show a few times when he got lucky and was good, and then he went back? He was a part-time player. You know, he was a platoon player. He played against righties. He was a lefty hitter. For a few years. Yeah. For a while. For a few years. You know, in fact, I think he actually didn't have a cup of coffee with another NL, maybe the Nationals or the Phillies. I think he had a <laughs> cup of coffee with another NL East team. Right? Well, there goes Len looking it up. And the good thing is, while he's looking it up, he can't make any more bad jokes. Oh, come on. We're looking for soft rock hits of the 80s. So- <laughs> uh, Neil Diamond coming up next. Oh, baby, Neil Diamond. What do you got, Len? Sweet Carolina. No, no, no. no. Love on the rocks. Ain't no, no big surprise. No more singing. Fine. We're, so, we're, we're, Dad, we're hemorrhaging all those listeners we gained after our first Yeah, exactly. Time. We're giving them all back. They're all, <laughs> and more. They're taking. <laughs> we'll be removed from NLE. SoundCloud forcibly. No, it was, where do you, where do you, uh, Mets and Milwaukee Brewers. And then uh, in 2017, played for the Brewers. And 125 games, 209 batting average, and uh, eight home runs. Finished his career with a 221 yeah. batting average. Uh, similar to uh, Dave Kingman, but a lot less home runs. Journeyman. But he had a nice nickname, right? Captain. Captain Kirk. He's only 31 right now. Oh, oh my God, right? really? What does he do? I think he's the doorman of my building. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good job, yeah. isn't it? A doorman is a building. phenomenal job. The union's outstanding. Oh, is there a union? Well, I, oh, I, yeah. I know there was all this. I mean, they get fantastic tips at Christmas, right? No, I think they, I don't know what they, yeah, they I doubt it. They probably make ten, fifteen thousand dollars a year in tips, right. but I don't think they're making eighty. I thought it was in the twenties. I mean, probably 30s. sixty to eighty, depending on you know. We could do an entire podcast on Rob complaining about his doorman. But, okay, uh, good. Well, let's put time. that in. Yeah, every and we were going to do a bar mitzvah podcast too. Um, <laughs> 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 there was one other thing I had in the list which you guys didn't really bite on, but I, I, I'll throw it out. See if you you want to talk about it. So. DraftKings, the gambling site, sued um, – 
I, I don't know if they sued the MLB or the Astros and the Red Sox individually. It's I, I, I didn't uh, look at that, but they they attempted over the sign stealing scandal because they claim that their members lost millions in of dollars in bets that were waged oh, that were lost due to yeah. the sign stealing. And yet this went all the way to a federal court. They threw it out. They did not give they, it to them. David Grover did not represent them. Aha! That was would. the reason. So if you yeah. had been there, you'd been able to you'd been able to recover all that money those those lost bets. Yeah, you know that that was definitely a I think one of those publicity cases. Okay. Where they didn't really think they were going to win. I thought it was a night they probably figured they'll spend twenty thousand dollars in legal fees to get a half million dollars worth of fee publicity. I don't think that. Okay, so you're that. saying it was sort of a brand building exercise for DraftKings. Just to, they had no chance of winning the case. Why not, though? I mean, it does. I mean, on some level, I can. I mean, they were injured. I mean, you could say that. I mean, the players' association could say all the guys that were supposed to get bonuses for a lost World Series didn't get their bonuses. They could sue, right? That's different. That's, That's different. different. Okay. All right. I'm not. I, I could. I could really get into the legal ease, but then we'll, we'll we'll lose all our listeners really, really fast. If we haven't but, already. Um, but uh... <laughs> but at the end of the day, long story short, the Astros don't owe a duty to that fantasy betting site. So they don't. They didn't have to do that. There was no duty. There was no relationship. So mm-hmm. really, it wasn't really. It wasn't a real case. Okay. Sir. So- it's sort of like a um, uh, absence of standing issue they did because they were Pretty voluntary. Much, yeah. Okay. Yes. Are you a lawyer in your past life? I Look at that. Wanted to be. Oh, very impressive. Stupid. Wow. Standing. I went, went into film standing, making and said, what a moron. So- <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Houtman, Lisa Bloxbury, please get Rob's pills. They're in the top right drawer. You used that joke. You used that joke last time. And it's not a rerun his... if you've never seen it before. <laughs> Any book you haven't read is a new one. Yeah, oh, actually, I did. I ran into an old girlfriend. I hadn't seen her in a few years. Um, and, uh, you know, I asked her what she was doing. She told me what she's doing. And I, she asked me what I was doing. I said, well, I've, I finally finished my book. And she said, oh, I didn't know you were writing a book. I said, no, I was, I was reading one. <laughs> I'm looking for. Can anybody? Does anybody have cricket? Cricket yeah. sound effects? That's a good I'm one. For crickets. I'm looking for crickets. I can't find that. Yeah, a PC walks in the bar and the bartender says, "Hey, we don't serve your kind in here." And the PC says, "But I've had such a hard drive." <laughs> okay. Fed again. When you edit, you can just laugh. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, we have to, for humanity's sake. Dad, other than the playoffs, uh, ex- excluding the playoffs in the World Series, do you have a most memorable Washington Nationals moment from last year? Regular other than season. the playoffs, yeah, yeah, regular regular season. In the regular season, I the you know the game I in my memory the one I remember the most, and it was like and it was against the Mets, and it yep. was a couple of years ago. It was when we like. Rendon, this is like they just. Or you're kept... not going to tell the being padded down story again, are you? It's not being padded down. No, but I mean, it was like 23 something. It was just insanely, it got insanely ridiculous. And I was lucky enough to be in the stands. And then it just was like home run after home run after home run. And it was like, I mean, you guys just gave up. I, you know, at that point, I think. Uh, 
Do you remember this one? It was it was what launched the career of the Mens Maniac, which is an eight year old. He was then eight years old or something, and he was the one that ranted on Instagram, and he became nationally famous. It was broadcast everywhere. Oh my God! We won two out of three. Big deal. This team is an absolute fucking joke. Twenty three to eight. Syndergaard. Get out of here, you little Barbie doll. Get the fuck out of here. Go get your, go get a little robotic arm. Cause you can't even stay two innings for this team without getting hurt. You fucking idiot. It's all Ray Ramirez's fault. That fucking mole face. Get him out of here. You got Kevin Blueckie getting absolutely rocked. I mean, you know it's bad when you can put the fucking the bench, the backup catcher in there. Like, damn, get the hell out of here and go to the minor leagues, boy. Terry, it's over for you, you little shithead. You little orange, you fuck, slow as shit. You just need to fucking get out of here. Because I'm not, I'm not liking what I'm seeing from this team. 23 to 8, Terry. Better wake this team up. I don't remember this game. Do you remember it, young Rob Houtman? I do not, but it actually... I can send you the rant. I can send you the what? Mets Maniac rant. Well, it segues, though, into what yeah. I was going to mention. That I was going to say that we, we cannot finish this podcast without mentioning the fact that should they resume the season, Thor won't be a part of it. Tommy Jones surgery. We didn't even That's, talk about okay, that. Okay, well, let's talk about that because that, you're right. That was very controversial because it's an elective, quote-unquote, elective surgery. And then his doctor yep. said for some reason that, oh, my God, it's like a coronary bypass. He had to have it. <laughs> When yeah. there's no season anyway. But, I mean, okay. Nah. So, what's the story? You guys tell me. what What's the inside loop on that? The inside loop is they stretch, they stretch the legal terminology a little bit. Of essential surgery. It's, considered, it's essential if you need it for your career. Now, uh, it's not really supposed to be for a guy who's guaranteed his $12 million this year to get it next year. So they use the whole, well, it's for his career, therefore it's did he, essential. Did he get the surgery before he knew the season was canceled? No, he got it He got it a few weeks ago when it was already suspended, not knowing if it was going to come back together. But did he get it in like, Florida or New York, Degrowth? Florida. Yeah, because they, they mentioned it was hospital for special surgery, and there was a nurse that called into the Mike Francesa show here on WFAN. Plug. And, um, <laughs> and this nurse called, and she was denied knee replacement surgery that she had scheduled at the hospital for special surgery and she needs that for her career and what's more is she would have been saving lives working on coronavirus victims and then the Mets forgot to say oh it was in Florida and Florida was not that bad at the time I think they still had a ban on elective elective surgeries but if they would have done it up here um, that would have been worse Hmm. and I just want to say a quick shout out uh, and tell him that we miss him dearly on WFAN Mr. Richard Neer, um, my Saturdays are totally different now without you, and I'm going to send this podcast to him. Uh, I always, I'm a big caller into Richard Neer and a big fan, big fan of his books. You can look on Amazon for his books, uh, The Riley, oh, now he's going to hate me for this. I forgot The Riley Mysteries, but uh, look up Richard Neer on Amazon and check it out, and we miss you dearly. So, yes, but, but getting back to yeah. Thor, beyond the, the, the question of him okay. getting the surgery... How does that affect the Mets' starting rotation should the season resume? He was one of their two go-to, their, their horses, their, 
They're absolute game you changers. Need, you and need, now they've lost uh, one of them. Game changer? He's been mediocre his whole career. Are but he insane? has the potential. Anytime he's out. Okay, there, now let, okay. Yes. So what is the what's the he's normal a recovery? Pitcher on a good year. Apparently in only 10, 15, 20% of the time it doesn't work. But so the other times yeah. it does work. You come back, I mean, um, uh, Strasburg had, had Tommy Darren surgery, obviously, and then he was the, you know, the uh, most valuable player of the World Series. So it did work in his case. Jacob Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom's Okay, I mean, right? almost every yeah. of these guys have it because they, yeah. they one organ of their body they use all the time and they're throwing 100-mile-per-hour pitches. So I guess, you know, it's just like tennis elbow or whatever. But, but yeah. here's yeah. the thing. So you're you're rolling that dice. You have the surgery. Chance twenty percent chance you're not going to your career's over. You won't come back. That's a roll of the dice. I think it depends on how old you are, though. Okay, too. how old is he then? Yep, he's young. He's like twenty seven. Yeah, he's 20. young, and you know, the problem with him. What sucks for him is he had one more year until free agency. So he was lining himself up for one of those two hundred million dollar right. contracts, and now he's going to be who knows. I wouldn't give him 200 cents. Zach Wheeler got $100 million. Yeah, I know. But, and, you know, just to, as a repeat for the fans that didn't tune in last time, if you put my head on his body, he would be the best pitcher uh, that the, the, the sport has ever seen. The guy, <laughs> I don't know what he got on his SATs, and I'm sorry, but I, he just he has all these tools, he has all this talent, and he can barely break 500 every year. So he's, uh, so he's gone. Fans. He's gone for this year. He's gone for a good part of next year. And, you know, we'll have to hope that uh, Stephen Matz steps up. I will never, ever, ever take one moment of being at a baseball game for granted from now until right. the day I die because I miss it. Dearly. So there's those times it's like the seventh inning, it's 10 to 2, and you're like, let's go home and beat the traffic. Screw it. I am going to stay to the last out at any game I go to and be so thankful that I am there. I do not care because I miss mm -hmm. this game. And, I'm, and I just I love that, it. man. I love that sentiment. Maybe I'm keeping we that in. That, that, that might be the whole podcast, yeah. actually. But. <laughs> Beautiful. I laughed, I, I cried. You made me want to be a better man. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, thank you very much. Thank you. So I thank you. Great. That uh, was awesome. That was Lots great. of fun. All right. Thanks, guys. Quick reminder: you can find this series on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as many of your favorite player apps. You can follow us on Twitter at at Cheap Seats DC, and you can reach us by email at thecheapseatsdc at gmail.com. See you next time on From the Cheap Seats. Take me out to the ball game. The From the Cheap Seats podcast is a public service provided by Thad Helsley Media, LLC, all rights reserved.